What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition episode. I, they kind of forgot we still did these because it's been about a month and a half since pay-per-views. But we're back with the super preview, and we got a big one. UFC 294, Islam and Volk 2 in Abu Dhabi. What a card. What a week. What a turn of events to get us here. I'm fucking hyped. I know you are. How are we feeling today? Let's go, dude. We were texting this morning. We were both pumped up as soon as as soon as it was the day that it was time for the preview show. It's just been so long since we did one of these, and we've got some of some of our favorite fighters. We've got three former number one pound for pound guys on the card this yeah. weekend. I am beyond excited, man. I I'm just ready to rock. I'm ready to give some picks. I'm ready to make everybody some money out there. It is gonna be a weekend indeed. And with that being said. Let's not hold out any longer. It's been about a month and a half. Let's get right into it. What is the first fight we're breaking down today? First fight we got is the first fight on the card. We're not going to go into every fight in super hardcore detail because we've got a lot of details for the ones we are going into. But we've got an exciting UFC debut, a highly anticipated one. We've got a Khabib McGregor Bisbing hybrid looking guy, Shara Putin. Magomedov, I think that's how we say his name. He's taking on Bruno Silva. And before we get into the X's and O's on this one, I want to I want to show y'all a picture of this guy because he looks crazy. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Yeah. As y'all can see, he has one eye. He had to get one of his eyes removed due to an injury in his fight. So, yeah, I mean, he just he looks like Khabib and Connor. He's from Dagestan, but he's a ginger and he's not a wrestler. This guy is a stand-up knockout artist. I think 10 out of his 11 wins have been by KO. He's mainly yep. a kicker. He throws hook kicks. He throws a bunch of crazy things. But yep. it, I feel like, and he's taken on Bruno Silva. My bad. I don't know if I already said that. UFC vet, been around for a while. Pretty tough first fight, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Um, we got Magomedov coming in at minus 280. Silva plus 230, as you said, a UFC debut. Um, like you said, tough one. Um, Bruno Silva never been knocked out. Um, he does have seven sub losses, but Magomedov has zero sub wins. So, um, I mean, just to throw this out here, Bruno Silva took Alex Pereira to decision. It was a young and raw Alex Pereira, but you know, looking back at it, that's a tough. That's that's looks good on your resume now. Um, knocked out Brad Tavares. He's two and three in his last five, so he's not like on the decline totally. Um, yeah, I mean. I do. I think Magomedov wins. I do think he wins because I think it's he's an exciting guy. But I think until these guys go out here and prove it, I have to see it, and I'm going to try to get the best value I can. Um, so I'm going to go over one and a half rounds here. Um, I don't. Again, this could very well be wrong, and I think Magomedov could come out and knock him out in the first two minutes. It very well could go that way. Like I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think. Again, Silva's never been knocked out. It's not Silva stood in front of Alex Pereira and didn't get knocked out. So he's had experience standing in front of these scary and big guys. So um yeah, I'll take my chance here and I'll say that Bruno Silva can get to the middle of the second round. I like that look. What are the odds on that? The over one and a half. I could try to find it too. But that is minus one twenty five. Minus mm. minus one twenty five. I like that. 
And rooting for the rounds, it's really fun when you're watching for the when you're watching the fights. You might think like, oh, I didn't pick a guy. This one's not going to be as interesting. But when you're just watching <laughs> that clock, bro, that is some of the most stressful fights, especially when you have like an under and they get some crazy finish right before the time's about to go out. You say, bring me my money. Mm-hmm. And then for that fight, I also I don't really love Magomedov at minus three hundred, just because, like you said, he's making his debut. We haven't seen him yeah, fight no. a UFC guy like that price, and it's not like they're just giving him an yeah. easy an easy guy here. Silva, like you said, is proven he's been around, not doing terrible. Magomedov to win by knockout, it's even money right now, which is pretty pricey for a KO against a guy that's never been knocked out. So I might I'm gonna ride with you on this one. Go you're over one and a half rounds. You're learning. You're 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 learning. You're learning. You're learning, mm-hmm. bro. That is very pricey. That was a good. That was a good observation. I see you. You're in your bag. Thank you. That is very. So it only that's took a good, me a year and a half, scout. but I agree. I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That is pricey. Yeah, I saw. I, I forgot which fight it was earlier, but um, I saw. I I liked someone by knockout, and it was only like, it was like plus one. 20 and i was just like nah like it's not i i need i need some juice i need some juice or i just have to know it's gonna end in knockout but if that's the case i'll just take the under um mm-hmm. but yeah i think this is exciting card to get the to exciting fight to get the card going it's fucking it's gonna be 7 a.m for us so we'll be up for that yeah. one um the measurables here see and that's what i'm saying too here silva's not very old especially in this sport um he has the he has the slight reach advantage um magomedov is obviously a two inches taller but I think Silva can hang in there, and I could. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to a decision. I would not be surprised, and I would not be surprised if Silva can get this dub here. Do you think if you're feeling a certain type of way Saturday morning, if you're awake, you might just sprinkle a little on Silva money line? Nah, 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 because it'd be the first bet of the day. I don't get. I usually sprinkle when I'm up. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't like, it's just hard. I mean, um. You know me, I'm a big, I like to, you know, sprinkle, but you start sprinkling too much, it becomes, becomes a full meal. So <laughs> um, I wouldn't go silver that early. I would kind of keep the bankroll for later in the card. But I mean, if you're feeling ballsy and you want some plus money, I think that's the best plus money you can get to start the day. Come on. Yes, sir. Should we go with, um, yeah, Trevor Peak versus Mohamed Yaya for yes, our sir. next one that we're going to break down. So Trevor Peak. One of my guys, he he's always going to have an entertaining fight. He might not always win. He's not the most skilled or technical, but he is a dog. And let me see if I got the – that's the wrong one. There we go. Trevor Peak taking on Muhammad Yaya. Yaya making his UFC debut. They're both in that prime age right now. Trevor Peak is a minus 165 favorite. And, oh, man, I don't want to say this. I hate to go against my guys, but – I think if you can bet against Trevor Peak for plus money, especially with a hometown guy fighting in his own area, doesn't yeah. have to travel all the way to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Not a bad look, man. Um, another one of these here where I was kind of saying the last one, um, Trevor Peak, eight wins, eight knockouts, coming off his first loss. Um, like you said, Yaya in his debut. Um, he's only been knocked out once, and I... I don't see a knockout here from Trevor Peak. I see maybe um, a three-round war, three-round decision, um, kind of going either way. But again, like Peak's never never been the distance too, so it could. They both could go in there and stand and bang and 
first one to fall loses. But um, I'm going to go again here with the kind of the same reasoning as last one. I'm going to go over one and a half round for minus 115. Um, again, another one where I can see I can be completely wrong on this and I can, I can, it can end in the first, but, um, hopefully we win, we win one of these overs, but yeah, as far as who wins, like you said, um, I don't really like the number for either side. Um, I wouldn't lay that price for a peak and it, I feel like that I don't get enough juice for Yaya. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good fight. I think if you can kind of, I think if you can get peak at minus 150 or less, maybe, maybe it goes down. I think you can, you take that, but yeah, I'm not laying minus 165 on Trevor Peak there, but coin toss for me though. So you know how I am. Usually, if it's coin toss, I'll take the plus money. But I think this is a mm-hmm. super good fight. Super good fight, bro. This this crowd. This is gonna be an electric card, dude. There's a lot of names on this card where you just know they're gonna bring it every single time. You're not gonna see a lot of lackluster, boring cross sniffers yeah. on this card today. It's gonna be bangers. We got Justin Bustos yes, in the chat, one of our boys. Best quarterback I know. Yes, he said, I'm parlaying all these picks. Cook up. Oh, yeah. we're in the kitchen. All right. Dude, this guy, yes, Bustos, sir. he has hit NFL parlays the last two weekend, UFC parlays. So, damn, I can't get some picks. I know. I almost just want to ride him. Bro, he's, he's bet on the Jets. Last week, he had a parlay with the Browns and the Jets, both in it against the Niners mm. and the Eagles. Sharp, Crazy bro. stuff. He is a guru, man. He didn't throw USC in there. Oh, that, he lost some money on that. <laughs> Solo bet. We both did, dude. Ruined my whole entire weekend of good sports bets. <laughs> anyway, up next, we got one of your top five in 2028 contenders right sure. here. I guess, I guess once I said I couldn't take it, I guess once I said I can't take it back, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we've got a flyway matchup. We've got Tim Elliott taking on Muhammad Mokayev. Mokayev, an undefeated fighter, suffered a nasty knee injury in his last fight. It was on this card a year ago, right? When we were watching in San Diego? No, he's fought since then, I believe. Oh, he did? Oh, shoot. My bad. But anyway, promising guy. And Tim Elliott, I I was kind of questioning the matchmaking here. I thought they'd give Mokayev more of a step towards the top contendership in this division if that makes sense yeah um yeah obviously the age difference there sticks out 36 and 23 um as far as who i like in this fight obviously i like makayev you know we never lay 440 um one thing to look at here is makayev's a real slow starter and i don't know if it's necessarily slow starter if he just doesn't push the pace in general Um, i haven't quite figured that out yet his last three fights, the third round has started. So I think he has um, two subs in the third round and one decision win. Um, and Tim Elliott here, he's 4-1 and one his last five. Um, his last five fights have all gone to decision. So mm-hmm. I think if you can get a bet of this fight starting in the third round, maybe maybe the distance, I don't know. I think maybe Makayev can sneak a sub here. Um, yeah, so our my play here is... I split my bet in half and I did two separate bets. So I'm going to do Makayev by sub in round two for plus 750 and Makayev by sub round three for plus a thousand. Um, I think he has two, I think I, I want to say two of his um, last subs have come in the third round. I know he has one Ooh. sub in the second and I know he has two in the third. I don't know when exactly, 
But I think if you, for, so for someone who's won that way multiple times recently, I think for plus 1,000, I'll take that one and hopefully one of those hits. Bro. And I, and I think Tim Elliott's too good to lose in the first round. I like that's actually crazy because when I was scrolling through the lines right now, I saw Mokayev in round three for plus 900. And I said, I yeah. like taking a stab at that right there. And he has, he's averaging seven takedowns per fight in three round fights. So that means he's averaging over two takedowns a round, which is pretty wild. I don't know if that's yeah. bad because he lets people get up a lot, but I mean, you're able to keep on getting them down. I, I do also like Mokhaev by decision here too. The odds for that is, let me see, plus 110. So, mm. yeah, not a great price for a snipe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm really confident in those, in those two plays there, um, round two, round three. Hopefully we get one of those. Um, obviously, hope it's round three, but if not, we'll just take the we'll take the easy dub and get it in round two. We just need Tim Elliott to survive the first round. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think Mikhaev wins. I think he controls the fight, um, gets takedowns, lays on his back for three rounds if he doesn't get a finish. So, you need Mikhaev here. I like that. Throw him in some parlays, money line. Yeah. Nub next. We get into the big ones. We're kind of skipping through, we know, but we're going to be talking about the co-main and the main for a long time, and we don't want to make this a two-hour episode out here. So, we've got Johnny Walker taking on Magomed and Kalaev. This is a this is looking like a title eliminator like we talked about earlier in the week. Yeah. Kind of I don't know where Jamal Hill where he's at in his recovery right now. He did it's a non-Jamal non-Jamal Hill next title eliminator. Yeah. I like that. And if Jamal Hill's not if, if Jamal Hill's not next, it's a title eliminator. I will say one thing that makes me confident in Johnny Walker. I think the UFC wants him to win. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was going to say, I think if Ankalaev goes out and wins a decision like he does, he doesn't really get finishes. Um, I think that the way that fight ended with um, Jan and this is his first fight since then, it's a bad taste in their mouth. How many times does Dana go out and say, I'm, I don't make fights the day of, and then he literally went out and did that? Um, that's how upset he was at that Ankalaev and Jan Blachowicz fight. So, yeah, I de- definitely they want Johnny Walker to win. Um, and with that or not, obviously, I I said earlier in the week I like Johnny Walker here. Just look at the reach advantage, look at the height. Um, the only thing that hesitates me is obviously Ankalaev never been finished. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the only way Walker wins. I feel like if you tell me it's three rounds and it's finished and it goes the distance, I feel like Ankalaev wins that. But um. Walker's been well rounded. His last three fights, he has a win each way. He has win by win by sub, win by knockout, win by decision. So I think he can go out there and put on a special performance. Um, one of these big ones. If Jordan Walker goes out and wins in convincing fashion, he puts himself in that shot. And I think he's the guy that understands that and takes advantage of it. So I'm all over Johnny Walker here, plus two seventy five, baby. I am too, and I've got to throw out there my guy Bustos. He threw Johnny Walker in a parlay, so we got the oh. we got the MMA gods on our we got the sports oh. betting gods on our side right now. Yes, sir. Ride the hot hand. So, yes, sir. Yeah, dude. You know what's crazy? Johnny Walker trains at SPG Ireland under Kavanaugh. Random. Yeah. I, I, dude. I feel like he's one of those guys where if he dialed in on MMA and took it seriously, yeah, like. Like how Sugar does, the sky's the limit for him. Do you 
Never yeah. mind. I, I corrected myself. I was going to ask what I always ask. Do you look at Walker by finish here? But when he's already plus 275, there's no reason to do that. You're already getting good money back. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it's if it's like plus 500, then yeah, you do it because I think that's the only way he wins. But um, I just see when Busto said uh, when I when I bet on Sean Strickland. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, just take the plus money and just enjoy it. Don't want to risk nothing because again, he's and so you take him by. I mean, I guess you could take him inside the distance, but he's won all three ways last three fights, so you don't know how he gets it done. So I'll just take the plus money. All right, and we're just we're jumping. Or I guess this is the next fight on the card, but we've got a very, very, very highly anticipated middleweight bout. This one is one hundred percent a title eliminator, as Dana White has already said. We've got two guys both moving up from middle or from welterweight, moving up to middleweight. We've got Kamaru Usman taking on Hamzat Chimaev. Oh my goodness. Chimaev coming into this fight undefeated. Hasn't really faced it. I guess he fought Gilbert. Gilbert's a big test, but we all just saw how much bigger Hamza was than him in there. This is the one, this is the one for Hamza where if he wins this fight, there's no more denying that he is a perennial title contender. And I know that I know there's been a video circling around. I want to get your thoughts on that. In Kamaru Usman's open workout, he was wrestling with Justin Gaethje. And it sounded like he said it popped or something popped. Yeah. And he kind of got up holding his knee. A lot of speculation going around it. Usman did come out, made a response, said that he's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with him. But I mean, what are you going to say? My knee's hurt. So my first reaction was a hundred percent. He said something popped. Um, secondly, if he didn't say that, if he truly didn't say that, why so much pushback to prove he didn't say it? I've seen a video earlier of him addressing it, him and Gates here on Twitter all over about it. Like, if it's if it's just bullshit that someone says, why even say anything? Like if it was just like I never said that, why why even entertain it? Um, I'm not gonna lie, like that kind of put me off Usman. I just don't think he's healthy. Um, I think those. I mean, he's like he said, he's never really been fully healthy for a while. Those knees are fucked, but I just don't trust. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't like. I don't know. I liked Usman going into this. I really did, but. Now it's kind of just become a stay away because I don't want to bet Hamzat and I don't know how, I don't even know what method I would bet Hamzat. I don't know if I think he goes to decision, I would say. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I 100% to, to your point of the video, I believe he 100% said it popped. Um, I believe something did pop or else one, he wouldn't have said that, or two, he did say that because he wouldn't have addressed it so so heavily <clears throat> it's hard to argue with that logic right there one one thing i was kind of holding out for because i do want kamaru to win this and i we both were feeling it earlier in the week we thought we had a gold mine in, in front of us what if his knees are so bad they just pop all the time i mean i know he wouldn't have said something popped if that was the case but you know sometimes when you get out of bed and your ankles pop what if yeah, his knees I are like it, yeah. that yeah um I don't know if Buzos is still in here, 
but what kind of drove me away too was um when Kamaro in the press conference was like, we're going to do the dance. And Hamza was like, that's the thing. He's here to dance. I'm here to kill. I was like, uh, that's good. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And like Busa said, bro, like I, I really feel like genuinely, like if there was no ref and they were just in a cage, I really think Hamza would kill him. <laughs> like, I seriously think that. Like, I know it's disrespectful because Kamaro was a former champ and like a, a one of the best UFC fighters of all time, but I genuinely think like he would kill him. I just feel like I've watched film on Hamza. I've watched film, and on the feet, he really only has a right hand, dude. He's never hurt someone with his left. And I feel like with yeah. how and good then, Kamaru is. And, and that's kind of what they're saying. They're kind of saying that um, Chael was saying this. When it's two wrestlers, it turns into a striking match. And I would say if it's a striking match and we go in there and box, I would lean Kamaru. That's kind of what I've been holding out on. Like Kamar and with Trevor Whitman in his corner making the reads on Hamza. It seems like Hamza's a pretty a pretty simple striker, if that makes sense. He goes in there, he's gonna throw that right hand. He wants to pressure you, he wants to hurt you, and the takedown's always gonna be a threat as well. But if Kamaru's just able to keep it on the feet, I really have faith. Even with a hurt knee, he has one of the best jabs of all time in MMA, maybe the best MMA jab of all time. And he's yeah. just proven again and again and again when people have i wouldn't say people have counted him out but people have been like this is the time he loses like against masvidal people thought masvidal would be able to piece him up on the feet and kamaru just knocked him out it's crazy that i'm so passionate about usman because i was always rooting against him in previous fights but he's just won me over dude the way that he's carried himself acted like a champ always shows up to fight doesn't really take long layoffs i'm I'm sticking it out. I'm still going with Usman. I'm going to bet it right before the fight, or not right before the fight, but the day of, because I think that the lines are going to move even further towards Hamzat after people saw the video, yeah. seeing all the stuff. So I'm sticking strong. Let's go, Marty. All right. I rock with it. Let's go. Sold me. Not, 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 not enough to bet it, but you sold me. Hell yeah. Let's go. All and right. Let's now. get into the main event of the evening, baby. The main event, the one that we've all been waiting for. The first fight took place on Volkanovski's home territory in Australia. This one takes place in Islam Makachev, or Makachev, however you say it, his home territory in Abu Dhabi. The biggest fight of the year, the rematch for the 155 belt, Islam versus Volk. As y'all can see, the line has already moved towards Volkanovski. He was plus 250 when it opened. Now he's plus 210. So a lot of people mm. out there are thinking that is a great price for the great Alexander Volkanovsky, especially after seeing that first fight. Let's get the initial thoughts. Uh, initial thoughts, just kind of just in awe. Um, in awe, it's happening. In awe, we're here. In awe, we're going to see this again. In awe, that we're, it's just and 10 day notice that we're here. Um, usually when fights like this come, it's like you get that initial, like, damn, that fight's really happening. Then you got to wait three months, two months. But like, I feel like the hype for this has never died down because it's still in awe. That's you're still in that, like talking about it phase. Um, huge respect to both these guys. I can't believe it's one of these ones where you just, when the, before the bell rings, it's like, I can't believe we get to watch this. Um, but yeah, I think that they're just super close, super well matched up. And I think the first fight was close. I rewatched it again. I did think Islam won. 
Um, so with that being said, I just think it's they're so evenly matched. I think the margin is so thin. So when you have a guy coming in on 10 days, I just can't side with him. That's kind of how I lean. That's kind of how I lean towards this. Um, if you if you told me they both had full camps, I honestly don't know where I would lean, and I would like to see what the line would be. I don't know if it'd be similar. I feel like it kind of would be similar. I don't know. That'd be interesting to see what the line would be if it wasn't ten day notice. But yeah, when you add that in, it's just that's like I said, it's so thin that when you you have to add add outside factors, and that being one of them, it's just yeah, I got I got I got to rock with Islam here. It hurts, but that is great logic. And I'm going to throw Bustos' comment up here real quick. Who's Islam lost to? For those of y'all that don't know, when he was first getting in the UFC, I think it was his second or third fight, he got knocked the fuck out brutally. Slept. No follow-up needed. You should look it up because it's on. It's almost like it's from a parallel universe. It's just weird to see Islam getting absolutely slept like that. But it did happen. Trust me. And I've got another question for you. So Volkanovsky, all week long in his YouTube videos and all his interviews, he said, in the last fight, I showed Islam too much respect. He obviously deserves respect, but I showed him too much. I didn't step on the gas soon enough. I didn't go at him. This fight, we know I didn't have a full camp. They know what I'm doing. I'm going balls to the wall. I'm going in there to finish him right off the rip. Do you think he's just saying that to no, I in their think- head, or you think that's what he's doing? No, I think if you rewatch that fight, there was plenty of times where Islam, I mean, uh, Volk had him rocked. Um, to say Islam wouldn't have been able to come back from that, I don't know. But again, you never know just because, again, the respect was there and it was just kind of like, like, oh, damn, I just rocked him. Like, I kind of, that's kind of the, like, it just comes, that comes with the respect. Um, but I mean, he wobbled him in the first plenty of times he wobbled him. Like, he stood in the pocket a couple of times. Um, I think he was better on the feet. Um, like you look at it and you're just like, why can't he win? Which he very well can. No one's saying he can't. Um, but he's better on the feet. He showed he can get up from the ground. So why why shouldn't you bet on uh, Volk? Again, I'm not sitting here changing my mind, but like, just looking at the eye test and looking at everything is like, yeah, he can very well go out and like it's not surprising if he goes out and wins. Um, for the number, I for sure bet Volk if I had to bet this fight for the number. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly like as much as I love gambling, as much as I love betting, I'm honestly just going to enjoy this fight, man. It's just an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor to see these guys go to work. Shout out to, um, Volkanovsky and Usman for guys who already have cemented careers in this or already hall of famers that didn't have to do this. And they come in on notice. That's, it's just insane. It's yeah. just never been done before. And I heard both Islam and Hamza separately say this about both of their opponents. They're just here for the money. It's a 10 days notice. They're getting paid a bag. They're already former champs. I don't agree with that, though, because they both already have a lot of money. I mean, they don't got that McGregor yeah. money, but and they're going to keep getting money because they have sponsors. They're, they're set for life. I'm just putting yeah. it that way. So I don't think them taking a hit on the legacy of losing this fight is worth the amount of money they'll get. So I don't think either of them are just there for the money, and them being Volk and Usman. Yeah, and... and- Volk could have waited. He was going to get another shot either way, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely could have waited. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I don't think they're there for the money. They're there for legacy. And that's what – And that's what, when you're great, you just you just do things like this for your legacy You just because someone says you can't. So, yep. yeah, man, I mean, we can't talk about this enough, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. I got one more. So, like you said earlier, 
it's so close. It's so hard to find any differences between them. So the one difference being that Islam had a full camp. Volk didn't. Obviously, huge one right there. Logically, Islam should win. But I feel like this this rivalry is going to be one of those ones that people look back on in 20 years. And it's going to be because it was a trilogy. Islam wins on the road. Volk wins on the road. The third fight, the trilogy, wait for this, UFC 300 in the fight capital of the world, outside the cage, boats on the ground. I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're just such perfect rivals. Even in all the buildup, you can tell that they respect each other. They're not taking jabs like Connor, Colby. They're not doing that in the trash talk, but they're just so competitive. They like every little thing turns into something with them. Like they're arguing about the amount of hours for rehydration, the traveling, just, you can tell that neither one of these guys wants to give an inch anywhere because they both genuinely, genuinely believe that they're the best in the world. And, Oh man, this, I feel, I feel Volk, dude. I feel Volk. And I know we're going to get to your bets, but my big, my big parlay, not big, but I'm going to do it because I feel like, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of logical sense, but it's just what I'm feeling in my heart. It's what I'm feeling in my gut. I'm going Johnny Walker, Kamaru Usman, and Volkanovski in a parlay, the underdog parlay that the UFC always posts during the fights. Can I reference you this? You bet all three money line separately. You hope to win, and you're up big. If one wins, you probably break about even. So basically like a hedge? Yeah, you just bet all three straight bets. Bet all three for 30 bucks, 25 bucks. I'm gonna do that. I like that because I think there's no way all there's no way all three win. I don't believe I I mean I don't think so. But if they do, twenty dollars would win you seven hundred and fifty four. The odds right now are at plus thirty seven hundred for that parlay. If you tell me you can or even if you don't, even if you're not a Johnny Walker guy and you want to just bet on two of the greatest fighters from this era, you can get. Let me see. That's kind of what I'm leaning to is I'm gonna do those three and then just hope. I mean, I'm gonna bet Johnny Walker either way, but I think I'm gonna bet Volk and Kamaro and just hope one wins. I think one can win. I don't know yeah, which one, no. but I think one can win. <laughs> Volk and Kamaro in a parlay. That's around plus nine hundred. Yeah. So you could take two all-time great fighters. If I'd have to told win. you a year, if I'd have told you a year ago, year ago, if Vulcan Islam, if Vulcan Kamara win their fights, you, you plus one hundred, you would have said sign me up. <laughs> exactly, man. And one other thing I do have to point out that falls in Islam's favor. So Volkanovski has hit age thirty-five, and there's a stat that I think in like the one thirty-five to one seventy divisions, fighters over the age of thirty-five are like. 0 and 20 something, 0 and 20 something in title fights. And like we always say, at those smaller divisions, when you lose your speed, when you get a little older, when you lose that one millisecond, it feels like a lot longer than that in that octagon because everyone is just so close and there are so many good guys up there. So that's also not playing in Volk's favor. And I think that's yeah. one of the reasons that he fights so much is because he knows he's he's on the back end of his prime and he wants to take advantage of it. It's He's at a spot right now that probably less than 15 fighters will ever get at. 
in terms of just how good he is. He can stay healthy, going up and down in weight classes. And he said what he wants to do. He wants to defend 55 and 45 at the same time, be the first fighter to ever actively be the champ of two divisions and run them both. So I don't know, man. I feel like this is Volk's. I feel like this is Volk's moment, kind of like it was Sugar's in Boston. It's that. It's that manifest. I'm with it. So, all right. Let's get my bets up here. Let's get Nimer's bets up. We are kicking the morning off with Magomedov Silva over one and a half as referenced before minus one twenty five, fifty to win forty. I like this one a lot here. Dudakova inside the distance, plus 160. I want to say she's 23, 24 years old, fighting a 37-year-old. Dudakova, the 37-year-old just got knocked out her last fight. Dudakova has, I think she's 7-0 with like six finishes, I want to say. Yeah, she might have seven finishes, but yeah, it's a great line. I don't have my notes in front of me. Yeah, I don't have my notes in front of me me for that one, but I know I like that one a lot. Um, And we're going to go Dumas. And Azatar, over one and a half, minus 155, 50 to win 32. Um, Peak versus Yaha, as we mentioned earlier, over one and a half, minus 115, 50 to win 43. And then we're going to get tricky here. Makayev by sub in round two or three, two separate bets. We got round two, 25 to win 187. Round three, 25 to win 250. Then we're going to go Saeed, Nurmagomedov, and Gafarov over two and a half, minus 130. Saeed controls the fights, kind of boring fighter, lay on his back, strike. Um, pick him very apart, technical. Kind of. All yeah, around very technical. Yeah. Doesn't take a lot of yeah. risks. Then we're going to hopefully end the straight bet night with Johnny Walker plus 275, 32-82. And then we're going to parlay Jubilee to win, Dudakova to win, Pink and Yaha over one and a half, and Islam plus 314, 50-197. Good luck. Bet responsibly. If you win, you're welcome. If you lose, it wasn't me. Uh-huh. We got Bowie riding dimes this weekend. He's yes, bringing so the betting rock. gods luck in. Let's rock. We'll need that. Any? I'm trying to think. I feel like I had a couple more things I wanted to say, but I don't know. We've said a lot already. Said We've been talking about this can. for a minute. We've said all we can. Guys got to go be guys. Let's rock. Mm-hmm. All right, then. I will see you Saturday morning. I do wish this was on Saturday night because it's way better when the whole day builds up to it and the prelims start at 2. You yeah. already kind of – you can pregame that a little. Like when we played golf before the prelims started, ooh, hard to beat. Hard to yeah. beat. Bustos was out there tipping golf carts over. <laughs> Doesn't get any better. All right, then. Talk to you all, all right. on Monday. Hopefully we're, hopefully we're rich. Let's go. Deuces. 